All right, what's going on, good peoples? This your guy, J-Raw, with another edition of the J-Raw Weekly Wrestling Podcast, episode 14 for January 29th, 2019. It's been a l- couple weeks since I last touched base with you guys, but it's been <clears throat> lots of good things been going on. Especially, it's been a lot of great uh, wrestling shows been going down, so... Today, just going to review um, Worlds Collide and the Royal Rumble. Also, NWA Hard Times. Also, recapping Impact and the latest ROH. And a little bit of wrestling news, and I got my top 10 for this week. All right. So, real quick. Let me do my shout-outs. want to shout-out, of course, my partner, Crime, DJ Hardcore from DJ Hardcore Productions. Got an event coming up on February the 8th, and it's called Herbs and Words, Spoken Word and Smoking Mics, featuring Aaliyah Michelle and Deuce Wellington, also my man, Super K. All right. And that's going down February the 8th, and that's on the Saturday. So make sure you come out. And that's on 1785 West Cambria Street. And tickets $15. You can go to eventbrite.com. Also want to shout out Fightful.com. My man SRS, Jimmy Van Sand, Mr. Warren Hayes, and the whole staff over there. Then my guys, I get a lot of my wrestling news and my results from them. Also, want to shout out all the Facebook groups that I'm involved with, wrestling-wise, and that's my boys, Russell Cave and the No Ref Podcast. Shout out to my man, Geech Geech, 30 Case. What up, y'all? Also, Yasmin and Mike B. Jones and the rest of the crew. Can't forget Marked Out Club and... All the other Facebook groups, like I said, it's a couple of them offhand. I can't think of right now, but I'll just leave it at that. All right, so without further ado, we are going to get into it. The reason why you guys is here. Make sure, real quick, you go to castboxbox.fm. This is, of course, where you're listening to this at. Also, speaker.com. Also on YouTube at One Struggle Radio. And also, you can check us out on Facebook at One Struggle Entertainment, all right? Okay, so, first up, we got the NXT versus NXT UK Worlds Collide recap. That was January 25th, all right? So, we're going to start out with the pre-show. It was Katie Lee Ray versus Mia Yim. Now, the match ends when Mia counters the Gordy Bomb into the cold blue for a near fall before KLR hits Mia with her own finisher. Eat the feet for a near fall. Mia then hits a Canadian destroyer for a near fall before Katie Lee Ray rolls her up for a near fall and they exchange pin attempts until Katie Lee Ray wins with a pin while falling into the ropes for leverage. So there you have it, Katie Lee Ray going over on Mia Yim via pinfall. All right, so next up we get a video package for NXT Women's Champion Rhea Ripley versus her former NXT Women's Champion 
excuse me, the NXT UK Women's Champion Tony Storm. We get a video package for the reunited DUI and Mustache Mountain as we go off the air. All right, now for the main show. All right, the first match was Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. The match ends when Finn hits his drop kick to the back of the head of Ilya for a two count before locking into a headlock. Ilya gets to his feet before Finn hits a scoop slam and an elbow drop for two. Finn stops Ilya in the corner and drops him with a chop for a two before applying a rear chin lock. Ilya reverses a suplex of one of his own and hits a running knee lift in the corner into a lariat before hitting a running clothesline into a diving knee for two. They counter each other before Ilya drops Finn with a high knee before Finn counters with a DVD jump into a jumping stomp. They counter each other until Finn drops Ilya and hits a sling blade and Ilya kicks him before hitting a deadlift bridge German suplex for two. Ilya hits a coast-to-coast drop kick for a near fall before Finn counters a diving senton while he gets his knees up. Finn then hits a shotgun drop kick into the coup coup de gras and then the 1916 for the pin to win and there you have it Finn Balor going over on Ilya Dragunov via pinfall with the finisher the 1916 okay so we see Tony Storm Rhea Ripley getting ready backstage before we see the grizzled young veterans and Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne at ringside and it's announced that the winner of the Dusty Classic will challenge for the NXT Tag Team Championships at NXT TakeOver Portland. Alright, so next up we get the NXT Cruiserweight Championship Fatal 4-Way Match. Angel Garza the Champion versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus the Ace Jordan Devlin and then the Kiwi Buzzsaw Travis Banks. Now the match ends when Jordan hits Isaiah with a DDT before hitting the angel with a Spanish fly for two and all four men exchange strikes and pairs. Angel takes everyone out and rips his pants off before they do a combination and Scott rocks Angel with a pop-up knee. Jordan drops Scott when he goes for the house call and Travis counters the devil in inside into the destroyer before Angel sends Travis off the top rope and onto the floor. Jordan hits a suplex before Travis hits with the slice of heaven and then the Kiwi Crusher for a near fall. Travis counters with the Hudikarada into a Michinoku driver for the two before Angel hits a diving knee to Scott who is on Travis's shoulders which makes him hit a reverse Rana. Jordan Devlin then headbutt Angel after he hit Scott with the wing clipper before hitting Scott with the devil inside for the pin to win. And there you have it. Jordan Devlin defeats Angel Garza, Isaiah Scott, Travis Banks via pinfall when he hits Isaiah Swerve Scott with the devil inside to become the new NXT Cruiserweight Champion. All right, so next up, we have a match between the reunited DIY versus Mustache Mountain. 
Now the match ends when Trent hits a lariat for a two and Ciampa counters the seven-star lariat into a jumping knee and Tyler and Johnny come in. Johnny drops both members of Mustache Mountain and send Trent out of the ring before chopping Tyler in the corner and hitting the slingshot spear for two. Tyler rolls out of the ring and Johnny hits a suicide dive before tossing Tyler back into the ring and Tommaso hits Trent with the Willow's Bell as Johnny hits a slingshot DDT for two. Johnny takes out Trent at ringside before Tyler and Tommaso go back and forth before Tyler hits a rebound headbutt and then a Tyler draw 97 for a near fall as Johnny breaks it up. Tyler gets off on a roll-up and hits Johnny with an exploder before Johnny gets his knees up when Tyler goes for a standing shooting star press. Tyler counters the Gargano escape into an airplane spin before Johnny applies the Gargano escape and Ciampa Ciampa a bridging armbar. Mustache Mountain powers out and hit a double airplane spin before doubling up and Johnny for two. Then Tyler accidentally takes out Trent. Ciampa takes out Tyler before DIY teases meet in the middle and Eminem rock DIY with strikes before hitting a burning hammer. Diving knee combo for a near fall. Mustache Mountain hit a double burning hammer before Ciampa rolls Trent over and Tyler hits a diving senton for a near fall that Tyler barely breaks up. All four men exchange in the center of the ring until DIY takes out Mustache Mountain and hit Trent with the meat in the middle for a pin to win. And there you have it. DIY defeat Mustache Mountain via pinfall when they pin Trent with the meat in the middle. Now, after the match, all four shake hands and hug and raise each other's arms together before Mustache Mountain leave as we go to commercial. We come back to Imperium getting ready backstage before we go to Mercedes Martinez and Dakota Kai in the crowd before Kai is attacked by Tegan Knox. We then get a video package for the NXT Women's Championship match between the champion Rhea Ripley and the challenger Tony Storm. Alright, so next up we have the NXT Women's Championship match Rhea Ripley, the champion, versus Tony Storm. Now the match ends when Tony is focused on the neck of Rhea before the, for the two before they exchange strikes until Rhea comes back with the clothesline into a Muay Thai knees and a basement drop kick. Rhea slams Tony onto the mat and then locks in the standing cloverleaf before Tony flips and Rhea and Tony counter the rips and then Tony counters the riptide and lands on the top of Rhea for a two two count. Rhea counters Storm Zero before Tony hits a bridging a bridging German suplex for a two and follows up with a stomp and, and the knees in the back of the champion. 
Rhea then comes back with the drop kick and Tony drops her with a headbutt before missing a diving splash and Rhea the riptide for the pin to win. And there you have it. Rhea Ripley retains her NXT Women's Championship by defeating Tony Storm via the pinfall with the riptide. Alright, so we go backstage to a video of Johnny Gargano being interviewed before Finn Balor attacks him and he says by Tyler Bate before we're told that Triple H and Shawn Michaels will be on Facebook Live after the show. We then get a video package for the eight-man tag main event between the Undisputed Era mm, the Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Alright, so we get our main event. Undisputed Era Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Fabian and Kyle lock up. Fabian manhandles Kyle before Kyle takes him down to the mat and transition from one of his submissions to the next before they exchange strikes in the corner. Fabian hits a power slam and tags in Marcel before he and Marcel hit the pop-up uppercut for two and Strong comes in and hits a gut buster into a diving knee by Kyle for two. Wolf comes in and takes Roddy down with a craviot before Marcel hits a PK for the two and Rodney backs Wolf into the corner for strikes. UE double up on Wolf before two before it appears that Wolf is concussed and the doctor has him come to help him out of the ring. Walter and Adam come in and UE use tactics to take down the NXT UK champion before Walter drops Roddy with the boot and drag him into the corner. Marcel stomps Roddy in the corner and plays to the crowd before they exchange and Adam gets the blind tag. Adam kicks the knee of Marcel out when he has Roddy up for a powerbomb before UE isolate Marcel until he gets the tag to Walter. Walter runs over and hits Kyle with the German suplex before chopping him and countering a guillotine into a double German to Kyle and Roddy. Imperium hits a diving DDT to Kyle before two, before Fabian hits a butterfly suplex for a two and locks in a rear chin lock before Kyle gets to his feet. Fabian hits a kitchen sink and drag Kyle into the corner before Walter hits a scoop slam into a running seated senton. Kyle fights out of the corner and gets dropped with chops by Walter before the two, before two, before Roddy comes in and takes out Imperium on the apron. Walter drops strong with the lariat before Roddy drops Walter with the kick and Fabian gets the tag before Roddy locks in the stronghold. Fish comes in and Imperium doubles up on him before Marcel hits an air raid crash for two before Bobby counters the European bomb and tags in Adam. Marcel counters the Panera Sunrise before Adam hits a Yugi Yoroshi for a near fall that Walter breaks up before he is swarmed by all four members of UE. UE send Walter out of the ring, then he fights them off and Strong puts him through the announce table with an Olympic slam.
Back in the ring, Marcel takes out Adam before he and Fabian hit Kyle with an assisted brain buster, and Adam super kicks Fabian out of midair. UE double up on Marcel for two before Kyle hits a diving knee drop and locks in a knee bar to Marcel, who barely gets to the bottom ropes before tag- tapping. Fabian hits a moonsault to Kyle to break the hole after he won't let go of when Marcel gets to the ropes before Marcel gets the tag to Walter. Walter drops all four members of UE with chops before Adam drops him to a knee with super kicks and Walter drops him with running chops when he goes for the last shot. Walter hits Roddy with a powerbomb and a diving splash before Adam hits the last shot for a near fall and Marcel breaks it up. All three members of Aperium brawl the all four of Undisputed before official O'Reilly hit Walter with their finisher and Roddy and Fabian hit the tope outside onto the outside. Back in the ring, Fish then misses a moonsault before Walter hits a shotgun drop kick and a powerbomb for the pin to win. And there you have it, Imperium defeating Undisputed Era via pinfall when Walter pins Bobby with the powerbomb. Alright, and then Imperium stands tall in the center of the ring as Walter lifts his NXT UK Championship as the Undisputed Era looks on in shock before we get a video recapping the show and then we go off the air. All right, so that was the NXT versus NXT UK Worlds Collide for January 25th, 2020. All in all, it was a pretty good show, as you could tell. I enjoyed it, especially from the review. All right, so next up, we got the Royal Rumble, but before we get into Royal Rumble, I'm going to just take a quick little uh, water break. Hold on, guys. All right, so next up, we got the Royal Rumble, which was January 27th, 2020. All right, so first up, we had Sheamus defeat Shorty G. The match ends when Sheamus recovers and he drapes G along the top of the rope for a few times. Sheamus goes to the top rope and G avoids his leap before applying an ankle lock. Sheamus gets free before missing a bro kick as G reapplies the ankle lock. Sheamus gets to the ropes to break the submission, then G gets Sheamus in the corner while landing a ton of strikes. Sheamus gets free, and then G rolls him up for a near fall. Sheamus nails G with a bro kick out of nowhere for a three count. And there you have it. The winner, Sheamus, goes over on Shorty G. All right, so next up we have the United States Championship match. Andrade with Selena Vega versus Umberto Carrillo. Now the match ends when Carrillo then nails Andrade with a rolling moonsault for near fall. Carrillo and Andrade 
get into another striking exchange. Carrillo and Andrade go back and forth until Carrillo goes to the top rope. Andrade caraches Carrillo after kicking him in the head. Carrillo falls into the ring apron and Andrade drags him back to the top rope. Carrillo fights back and then he nails Andrade with a super carana for a near fall. Andrade fights back and then he rolls through Carrillo, roll up to get the three count. And there you have it. Andrade goes over on Carrillo and keeps his United States Championship. All right, so next up we get Booker T, Sam Roberts, and Renee Young are back, and they're interrupted by R-Truth. He says he's going to the ring to participate in the Rumble match. R-Truth talks about what went down between himself and Brock Lesnar over two weeks ago on Raw. R-Truth talks about wrestling John Cena as a child. (laughs) Sharon Schreiber interviews Charlotte Fair, who says she let her emotions overwhelm her last year, and she sees things differently this year. Renee Young, Sam Roberts, and Booker T return, and they talk about the walk each other wrestlers must make during their rumble match and Booker T gives some advice on those competing in both rumble matches alright then the panel talks about Brock Lesnar and the number one match and what it'll take to eliminate him from the match then it was highlight shown the last week last night's world's collide event then the video air package highlights the feud between Roman Reigns and King Corbin, which was preceded by an analyst from the panel. Caleb Braxton then interviews Kofi Kingston, who said he feels good tonight, and he says that it matters that is what happens tonight. Kofi says he doesn't know what number he has for the Rumble match, and he and a win tonight is one tick, one way ticket to WrestleMania. The panel provides some final analysis on tonight's card. All right, so we on the main event now, and we get the main card. First match is the False Count Anywhere match: Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Now the match ends when Corbin grabs the bell ring and he nails Reign with it. Corbin then chokeslam Reigns on the announce table for a near fall. Reigns fights back and he nails Corbin with more strikes. Corbin grabs uh, leaping Reigns as he chokeslam Corbin through the announce table for a near fall. Corbin grabs Reigns and then he tosses him back into the crowd before following him in there. Corbin attacks Reigns with more strikes while dragging him through the crowd. Corbin clears an international announce table as Reigns put through him puts him through it with a Samoan drop. Reigns picks up Corbin and uses the Samoan drop to put him through the another announce table for a near fall. Corbin fights back and then he rams Reigns into an equipment case. Corbin goes for the production area towards the production area and then Corbin follows him up there. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Rue come out of nowhere and attack Reigns. 
Then the Usos appear and they battle Ziggler and Rude. One of the Usos leap off of the production railing to take out Rude and Ziggler. Corbin returns to slam an Uso into a piece of the barricade. Reigns returns and then he nails Corbin with multiple Superman punches. Reigns and Corbin continue their battle as Reigns smashes Corbin's face into multiple porta potties. Reigns then throw Corbin into a porta potty before tipping it over. Corbin exits the porta potty while eating more strikes from Reigns. Corbin and Reigns continue to battle through the crowd. Corbin finds a steel chair and he attacks Reigns with it. Corbin and Reigns take their battle to the top of the dugout while Corbin lands more chair shots. Reigns fights back and then he nails Corbin with another Superman punch. Reigns then hits Corbin with the spear on the top of the dugout for the three count. And there you have it. Roman Reigns wins the Falls Count Anywhere match over Baron Corbin. King Baron Corbin. All right, Kevin Joe, uh, Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe are shown backstage. Owens says he's pumped for tonight, and he talks about his historic competing in Houston, his history competing in Houston. Joe says he will also look to win the Rumble match tonight. Kayla Braxton interviews Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Deville says that they are a team, and she will not eliminate Rose in tonight's Rumble, while Rose says nothing alright next up we got the women's rumble match now the match ends when all competitors are in the match continuing to battle each other Belair goes for the top rope and then Flair trips her to knock her down into the arena floor for an elimination 21 is Kelly Kelly and she drops Naomi before nailing her with some strikes Kelly also nails Storm with a head scissor takedown. Kelly also corners Storm before giving a stink face. Phoenix goes after Flair and she tries to eliminate her. 22 is Sarah Logan and she immediately goes for Flair. Phoenix gets Logan into the ring apron and then Flair boots her in the face for an elimination. Flair then eliminates Kelly a short time later. 23 is Natalia, and she attacks multiple competitors with clotheslines. Phoenix and Natalia work together against Flair. Phoenix and Natalia nail Flair with a double power bomb. And 24 is Zia Lee, and she attacks a bunch of competitors with variation of kicks. Lee tries to eliminate Flair from the match, and Flair defends. Flair turns the tables on Lee and she tries to eliminate her, but 25 is Selena Vega and she nails Naomi with the Tornado DDT. Phoenix grabs Vega and then she gets her on the top rope. Vega fights back and then she nails Phoenix with a Super Conrana. Natalia gangs up on Flair with Lee and Phoenix as they work for an elimination. 26 is Shotzi Blackheart, and she immediately starts battling Storm. Natalia goes to eliminate Naomi, and she leaps to the barricade to prevent elimination. 27 is Carmella, and she attacks Natalia with head scissors takedown. 
Carmella corners Natalia and Phoenix while working them over. Flair then hits Carmella with a natural selection from out of nowhere. Phoenix then nails Flair with the glam slam. Phoenix and Natalia throw Flair into the ring post and she falls through the ropes for a non-elimination. 28 is Tegan Knox as she goes after all the competitors. Phoenix slows Knox down by nailing her with a glam slam. 29 is Santina Marella as she immediately looks for the Cobra. Marella then eliminates herself from the match. And then the final entrant is none other than Shayna Baszler and she attacks Flair by throwing her into the ring steps. Baszler gets in the ring and she attacks Lee before eliminating her. Baszler follows that up by dumping Knox and Vega out of the ring. Blackheart looks for the elimination and Baylor winds up dumping her out of the ring. Naomi gets back in the ring and Baszler eliminates Carmella. Baszler follows up by dumping Storm out of the ring for an elimination. Baszler then dumps Naomi out of the ring for a short time later. Baszler then goes after Phoenix and Natalya. Phoenix and Natalya eventually drop Baszler with a heart attack. Phoenix turns on Natalya and she eliminates her from the match. Flair returns to nearly eliminate Baszler and Phoenix. Phoenix nearly dumps Flair out of the ring and Baszler winds up eliminating her instead. Baszler and Flair battle until Flair eliminates her with the head scissor takedown for the win to the match. And there you have it. Woman to woman winning the woman's battle royal is none other than the queen, Charlotte Flair. All right, now after that, Charlie Caruso interviews Charlotte Flair after the match, who says she has been a diamond to cut. She's been a diamond to cut to last. Flair says she reminds everybody tonight that this is her division. All right, take a quick swig real quick. Hold on. All right, next up, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Now, the match ends when Bailey recovers and she gets Evans back in the in the chin lock. Evans picks Bailey up and she gets her into the corner. Bailey then nails Evans with a clothesline for a near fall. Evans fights back and Bailey drops her with a back elbow strike. Bailey mounds Evans while nailing her with more strikes. Bailey reapplies the chin lock to Evans for a short time. Evans recovers, then she sends a charging Bailey into the middle turnbuckle. Evans then nails Bailey with the knee lift before rolling her up for a near fall. Bailey fights back when she misses the middle rope for a cross body block. Evans then drives Bailey with a forearm strikes before landing a knee strike. Evans follows up by nailing in a cornered Bailey with a seated senton following her by a slingshot drop kick. 
Evan gets back into the ring before nailing Bailey with a forearm strike. Bailey leaves the ring and Evans misses a dive. Bailey grabs Evans as she throws her into the barricade. Evans' daughter reaches for her as Bailey lands more strikes. Bailey gets Evans back in the ring and she looks for Bailey to Bailey. Evans fights back and then she nails Bailey with a neck breaker. Evan then hits Bailey with the standing moonsault. Evan goes for the double jump moonsault and Bailey gets her knees up. Bailey catches Evans in a pin while holding her tight for a three count. And there you have it. Bailey still the woman SmackDown champion. All right, so next up, we have the WWE Universal match, which was a strap match. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. Now, the match ends when Bryan then sends a charging Wyatt out of the ring before landing a dive from the top rope. Bryan stands over Wyatt while landing more strikes. Wyatt recovers, and then he throws Bryan into the ring steps. Brian fights back and then he sends Wyatt into the ring post for a few times. Brian then tells Wyatt with the knee strikes from the apron. Wyatt recovers, then he levels Brian with the choke with the clothesline. Wyatt goes right back to whipping Brian with the strap. Wyatt grabs Brian and gets him up on the top to the announce table. Brian attacks Wyatt for multiple strikes to the balls before landing a DDT on the announce table. Brian then gets the strap and then he whips it, whips Wyatt with it. Brian gets Wyatt back in the ring before landing a missile drop kick. Brian then hits a down Wyatt with yes kicks and more strap whips. Brian holds Wyatt's hand while stomping away on his head. Brian goes for a running knee strike and Wyatt counters with the sister Abigail for a near fall. Wyatt goes back to whipping a down Brian in the back of the head. Brian fights back Wyatt and goes for a mandible call while Brian is on the top rope. Brian counters by getting Wyatt in a rope-assisted triangle choke. Wyatt drags Bryant into the ring while still applying the mandible call. Bryant recovers and he gets Wyatt in a strap-assisted yes lock. Wyatt escapes and then he attacks Bryant with a bunch of strikes. Wyatt goes back to whipping a down Bryant. Wyatt goes for Sister Abigail and Bryant counters with the roll-up. Brian then nails Wyatt with a running knee strike for a near fall. Wyatt gets up and Brian whips him again. Wyatt gets Brian in the mandible call for a three count. And there you have it. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, defeats Daniel Bryant and keeps his WWE Universal Championship. Had to get another drink. Hold on, guys. <laughs> All right. 
right, so next up we have the Raw Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch, the champ, versus Asuka with Kari Singh. Now the match ends when Lynch is follows up by landing a basement drop kick on Asuka for a near fall. Asuka recovers and then she gets Lynch into the ring apron. Lynch drags Asuka to the ring apron while looking for an exploder suplex. Asuka fights back and then Lynch drops her with a front suplex to the arena floor. Lynch then grabs Asuka with a drop kick from the ring apron. Lynch then nails Asuka with an exploder suplex into the parakeet. Lynch gets Asuka back into the ring and she goes for the top rope. Lynch nails Asuka with a guillotine leg drop for a near fall. Lynch gets Asuka up while nailing her with more strikes. Asuka misses a head kick before nailing Lynch with knee strikes. Asuka then hit Lynch with a sit-out net breaker for a near fall. Lynch rolls the ring apron and Asuka meets her out there. Asuka nails Lynch with a few kicks before knocking her into her the ring post with a hip attack. Asuka then Asuka gets in the ring and then she tries to get Lynch back into the ring. Lynch nails Asuka with jumping with a jumping head kick before landing a super uranagi for a near fall. Lynch goes to the middle rope and Asuka lands a double knee strike as she leaps off for a near fall. Asuka immediately gets Lynch in an arm bar and Lynch counters with a roll up. Lynch then gets Asuka in the Asuka lock and then Lynch gets to the ropes. Asuka then gets up and she nails Lynch with a release German suplex. Asuka then nails Lynch with multiple kicks to the head. The ref checks on Lynch as she prevents him from ringing the bell. Asuka then attacks Lynch with more kicks for a near fall. Asuka goes for the Asuka lock again, and then Lynch rolls through. Asuka counters with the roll-up for a near fall. Lynch winds up nailing Asuka with a reverse DDT for a near fall. Asuka and Lynch exchange strikes in the middle of the ring. Lynch looks for a disarmer, and Asuka shoves her into the referee. Lynch blocks the missed usage, and she forces Asuka to tap out of the disarmer. Tap out to the disarmer. And there you have it. Becky Lynch via submission, still your Raw Women's Champion. All right, so now we get the main event, and that is the Men's Royal Rumble. All right, so the match starts with number one, Brock Lesnar, and two, Elias. Elias sings his song to everybody before getting the ring. Lesnar leaves the ring, and he attacks Elias. Lesnar gets Elias in the ring to nail him with strikes and a shoulder thrust. Lesnar then takes Elias to Suplex City. Lesnar grabs Elias' guitar and he hits Elias in the back of the head with it. Lesnar then eliminates Elias from a match a short time later. 
Number three is Eric Rowan, and Lesnar immediately clotheslined him over the top rope for another elimination. Number four is Bobby Roode, and he cracks Lesnar with a few strikes. Lesnar recovers, and he nails Roode with the clothesline, followed by an F5. Lesnar grabs Roode and dumps him out of the ring for another elimination. Number five is John Morrison, and he's immediately propelled out of the ring by Lesnar for another elimination. Number six is Kofi Kingston. He immediately nails Lesnar with a ton of strikes. Lesnar recovers, and he tosses Kingston across the ring. Lesnar then takes Kingston to Suplex City. Number seven is Rey Mysterio, and he immediately goes after Lesnar. Lesnar quickly recovers, and he knocks Mysterio over before throwing him into Kingston. Lesnar then hits Kingston and Mysterio with the double clothesline. Lesnar then takes Mysterio and Kingston to Suplex City. Number eight is Big Lee E, and he immediately checks on Mysterio and Kingston. Big E and gang hit the ring and attack Lesnar. Kingston nailed Lesnar with the Trouble in Paradise while E hits the big ending. Mysterio then hits Lesnar with the 619. Lesnar grabs a leaping Mysterio and he dumps him out of the ring for an elimination. Lesnar then uses a clothesline to knock E out of the ring for another elimination. Lesnar then eliminates Kofi Kingston a short time later. Number 9 is Cesaro and he attacks Lesnar with European uppercuts. Lesnar fight back and he nails Cesaro with the suplex before clotheslining him out of the ring for another elimination. Number 10 is Shelton Benjamin and he embraces Heyman on the arena floor. Benjamin goes to embrace Lesnar and Lesnar turns on him before eliminating him. Number 11 is Shinsuke Nakamura and he goes right after Lesnar by landing knee strikes. Nakamura then drops Lesnar with a spin kick. Lesnar recovers and he quickly dumps Nakamura out of the ring for elimination. Number 12 is the returning MVP and he chases Heyman around before Lesnar gets him in the ring. MVP fights back and he nails Lesnar with some strikes. Lesnar quickly nails MVP for an F5 before eliminating him. Number 13 is Keith Lee and Lesnar attacks him with knee strikes. Lee fights back and he drops Lesnar with the shoulder tackle. Lee then nails Lesnar with the avalanche and a left hand. Lee and Lesnar go down after a double clothesline. Number 14 is Braun Strowman and he nails everybody with avalanches. Strowman then hits Lee with the drop kick. Lee falls out of the ring and Strowman nails him with the shoulder tackle. Strowman gets in the ring to hit Lesnar with the clothesline. Lesnar recovers and he takes, a every, takes everybody to Suplex City. Lee and Strowman start brawling with each other until Lesnar eliminates them both. 15 is Ricochet and Lesnar catch, his, catch him in midair to land a backbreaker. Lesnar then takes Ricochet to Suplex City. Number 16 is Drew McIntyre, and Ricochet kicks Lesnar in the balls. 
McIntyre then uses a Claymore kick to knock Lesnar out of the ring for an elimination. Ricochet then nails McIntyre with the springboard drop kick and a standing shooting star press. McIntyre catches Ricochet and he dumps him out of the ring for an elimination. 17 is the Miz and McIntyre nails him with the Future Shock DDT. McIntyre then hits the Miz, hits Miz with the Claymore kick before eliminating him. Number 18 is AJ Styles and he exchanged some strikes with McIntyre. Styles misses with the springboard move before attacking McIntyre with the leg kick with leg kicks. McIntyre then recovers and he nails Styles with the shoulder block. Styles fights back and he gets McIntyre with a calf crusher. Number 19 is Dolph Ziggler and he distracts McIntyre so Styles can nail him with chop blocks. Styles and Ziggler double team McIntyre until Ziggler turns on Styles. McIntyre then hits Ziggler with the overhead release suplex. Number 20 is Tar- Carl Anderson. The match continues with everyone working over McIntyre. Everybody works together before Anderson hits Ziggler with the spine buster. Styles continue to work over a corner McIntyre. 21 is a surprise, a big surprise, Edge. And he nails everybody with spears. Edge then hits McIntyre with knee strikes followed by a spear. Styles then nails Edge with the overhead kick. Styles recovers and he hits and he nails no Edge recovers, excuse me. And he nails Styles with a spear. 22 is King Corbin and he helps Ziggler in attacking Edge. Corbin then nails Anderson with the choke breaker. And Corbin then goes back to work on the down edge. Edge fights back and he eliminates Styles from the match. 23 is Matt Riddle and he goes after everybody while throwing kicks. Riddle goes after Edge and he nails him with a ripcord knee strike. Corbin sneaks up from behind on Riddle and he dumps him out of the ring for an elimination. 24 is Lou Gallows and he attacks everybody in the ring. Corbin also nails a charging Edge with a deep six. McIntyre dumps Corbin out of the ring for another elimination. Gallows and Anderson then hit Edge with a magic killer. Number 25 is Randy Norton and he nails the OC with RKO's. Orton then works over Edge to eliminate Gallows and Anderson. 26 in Roman Reigns and he goes after everybody in the match. Reigns then nails Ziggler with the spear before eliminating him with the short time later. McIntyre then battles Reigns and then they exchange some strikes. 27 is Kevin Owens and he goes right after McIntyre and Orton. Orton then nails multiple foes with cannonballs over... Owens then nails McIntyre with pop-up powerbomb. Owens then hits Reigns with a stunner before nailing Orton with one as well. 28 is Aleister Black and he goes right after Owens. Black drops Owens with knee strikes before landing on landing one on edge. Black 
nails a charging McIntyre with the black mask. 29, Samoa Joe, and he gets into a battle with Black. Joe nails Black with a step-up kick in the corner. Owens then nails a corner Black with the cannonball. Joe and Owens start attacking each other. 30 is the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins, and he comes out with Buddy Murphy and AOP. Owens and Joe lead a ring to brawl with Alt Rollins and his cronies. Rollins' gang drags people under the ring to attack them on the arena floor. Rollins gets in the ring and he nails McIntyre with a curb stomp. Rollins then hits Reigns with the curb stomp. Black fights Rollins and Murphy trips him up so Rollins can eliminate him. Owens returns and he tries to eliminate Rollins and AOP make the save. AOP distracts Owens and Rollins dumps him out of the ring. Joe goes after Rollins and Buddy Murphy interferes so Rollins can eliminate Joe. A ball breaks out on the arena floor and it starts heading towards the backstage area. Edge and Orton return to the ring as they remain competitors surrounded Rollins. Reigns nails Rollins with the Superman punch before Orton nails him with the power slam. McIntyre then nails Rollins with the Claymore kick before eliminating him. McIntyre and Edge battle while Orton goes after Reigns. McIntyre then battles Orton before eating RKO. Edge then nails McIntyre with a spear. Edge and Orton follow that up by nailing McIntyre with the double RKO. Edge turns on Orton and he throws him out of the ring for an elimination. Edge and Reigns start exchanging strikes in the middle of the ring. Reigns drops Edge with a Superman punch and Edge avoids the spirit of land, one of his own. Edge tries to eliminate Reigns, and Reigns fight back to drag him on the apron. Edge and Reigns exchange some blows until Edge gets eliminated. Reigns gets in the ring, and he nails McIntyre with a Superman punch. Reigns tries to eliminate McIntyre, but McIntyre fights back to land a Claymore kick, and McIntyre eliminates Reigns to win the match. So there you have it. Drew McIntyre wins the 2020 Royal Rumble and will go on to headline WrestleMania. All right, and that was it. That was the Royal Rumble. All right, so I'm going to take about a quick little five-minute break, and then I'm going to come back with the rest of the show. All right? Hold tight. Peace. All right, good peoples, we back. I know that was uh, not too long of a break. It wasn't that quick. But I want to get back while I'm rolling and get the rest of the show done so I can put it up for you guys and we can all sit back and, you know, enjoy it. So, for the first time here on the J-Raw Weekly Wrestling Podcast, going to be reviewing NWA pay-per-view which was 
Hard Times, baby. And that was on January 24th. All right. So, first match was NWA television title tournament opening round match. The question mark versus Trevor Murdoch. Now, the match begins when Murdoch drops Mark with an arm drag followed by a drop kick. Mark fights back and he nails Murdoch with a missile drop kick. Murdoch leaves him in the ring and Mark follows him out of the ring. Mark attacks Murdoch before getting him back in the ring. Mark throws Murdoch's shoulder first into the corner before landing a few shots to the throat. Mark follows that up by nailing Murdoch with the back body drop. Mark then hits Murdoch with the belly-to-belly suplex for a near fall. Murdoch fights back and then he nails Mark with a few strikes. Murdoch goes to the top rope and he nails Mark with a bulldog. Mark gets up and Murdoch nails him with a second top rope bulldog for a three count. There you have it, Trevor Murdoch going over on question mark, man. All right. Next television title tournament opening round match. Ziggy Dice versus ROH's Dan Math. The match begins when Dice slaps the behind of Matt. Math. Math recovers and he drops Dice with the shoulder block. Math corners Dice after landing an avalanche followed by strikes. Dice fights back and he attacks Matt with strikes of his own. Dice then Dice gets Math out of the corner by landing a bulldog for a near fall. Dice keeps Math down while landing stomps with an elbow drop. Dice looks for a pile driver and Matt counters with back jotty drops. Dice still managed to hit Math with lariats afterwards for a near fall. Dice goes for a neck breaker and Math escapes and lands a head and arm suplex. Dice fights back and Math nails him with the spear followed by a cannonball. Math then hits Dice with a running senton for a three count. And there you have it, Dan Math going over on Ziggy Dice. All right, so third te- television title tournament opening round match. Ricky Starks versus Matt Cross. All right, so the match begins with Starks gets crossed with a headlock. Cross gets free and Starks nails him with the shoulder tackle. Cross recovers and he drop kicks Starks out of the ring. Cross drops Starks with the kick before landing an elbow drop from the ring post to the arena floor. Cross gets Starks back in the ring before going to the top rope. Cross gets off the top ropes and Starks nails him with a sit-down face buster for a near fall. Starks get Cross in the corner while landing a few strikes. Cross then hits no, excuse me, Starks then hits Cross with the neck breaker followed by a basement drop kick for a near fall. Cross fights back and he drops Starks with multiple clothesline. 
Cross then hit Starks with a handspring elbow and a springboard cross body block for a near fall. Cross follows up by tripping up Starks and landing a double stomp for a near fall. Cross then nails Starks with a springboard cutter. Cross goes to the top rope and he leaps off on his feet. Starks then nails Cross with the stroke for a three count. And there you have it. Ricky Starks going over on Matt Cross. All right, so Dave Marquette brings out Tim Storm, who thanks the NWA family for all that they've done in recent months. Storm says that he heard Ken Anderson won't be here tonight. Storm says he doesn't want an easy way to victory, and it is what it is. Storm says he will take the win and go on to the next round. Storm says he wants to be the NWA TV champ. All right, Stu Bennett leaves the announce table and says he has some breaking news. Bennett says he wants to thank the BPB Studios for hosting their first two pay-per-view events. Bennett says that the next pay-per-view is happening this April. And Bennett reveals the Crocker Cup, and it is what the next pay-per-view will be for. All right, so next up, we have the NWA World Tag Team Championship match. The Rock and Roll Express versus the Wild Cards with Camille versus Eli Drake and James Storm. Now, the match begins with Isaacs distracts Morton so Latimer can attack him. Drake joins in, and then he nails Latimer with a neckbreaker. Drake and Morton double-team, then they rock Latimer. Drake gets Morton in a headlock before dropping Latimer with a shoulder tackle. Isaacs tags in, and he gets double-teamed by Morton and Drake. Storm... And Gibson tag in and they double team Isaacs. Latimer interferes and he gets taken out by Gibson and Storm. Isaac recovers before knocking Storm into Gibson. Isaac corners Storm while stomping away on him. Latimer interferes and he throws Gibson into the ring post. Latimer tags in and he nails Storm with the short arm clothesline before applying the chin lock. Storm gets free and then he nails with a back elbow strike. Isaac tags in and he nails Storm with more strikes. Isaac then nails a charging Storm with a power slam for a near fall. Latimer tags in and he nails a corner with Storm with more strikes. Latimer keeps Storm down while applying the chin lock. Camille continues to attack Gibson while he's trapped on the arena floor. Storm fights back and he nails Latimer with a back body drop. Storm gets the tag in. The referee doesn't see it. Isaac interferes when he nails Storm with a cheap shot. Latimer and Storm go at it go down after taking each other out with the double drop kick. Isaacs tags in and he attacks Gibson with the clothesline. Storm recovers and then he nails Isaac with the cold breaker. 
Latimer and Drake tag in immediately fighting each other. Drake nails Latimer with a side rushing leg sweep and a power slam. Drake then hits Latimer with an elbow drop for a near fall. Isaacs interferes and that allows Latimer to nail Drake with a powerbomb. Morton tags in and he attacks Latimer before getting nailed in the throat. Camille interferes and distracts Gibson's, Gibson so Latimer can take him out. Morton then hits Latimer with a destroyer. Storm grabs the leg of Morton that allows Drake to land the kryptonite crunch. On him for a three count. And winners, there you have it. Eli Drake, James Storm are your new world tag champs. After the match, Eli Drake and James Storm go to Dave Marquez. Drake says that he promised to win an NWA title and that was his goal was accomplished. Storm says that he and Drake prefer beer and liquor. Drake says that their tag team name doesn't matter because they're the champs. All right, so next up, you get the NWA World's Women's World Championship match. Allison K versus Thunder Rosa. All right, so the match ends when K gets Rosa back into the ring, and she follows her there to get a near fall for on a pin attempt. K sets up for AK-47 and Rosa rolls through it before landing knee strikes. Rosa goes to the top rope and she looks for a double knee strike. K blocks it and she looks for a pile driver before Rosa rolls up for a near fall. Rosa quickly gets K into the octopus stretch. And K gets free to land a tombstone pile driver for a near fall. K corners Rosa before getting her on the top rope. Follow Rosa up there, and then Rosa knocks her off the top rope. Rosa then hits K with a missile drop kick. Rosa gets up, gets K up, and then Rosa is thrown back into the corner. K then hits Rosa with an AK-47 for a near fall. Rosa and K have another striking exchange in the middle of the ring. Rosa catches K in a jumping guillotine and choke, a, a jump guillotine choke, and K gets free. Rosa climbs the ropes while continuing, continuing to battle K. K follows her up the ropes, and Rosa gets her off with the sunset flip power bomb for a near fall. Kay gets up and she nails Rosa with the head kick before missing a charge in the corner. Rosa gets Kay down and she pulls the back pulls her back on her arm. Kay powers her way to her feet and then Rosa nails her with the thunder driver for the three count. There you have it, Thunder Rosa, your new NWA World's Woman Champion. After the match, Melina and Marty Bell come out to celebrate with Thunder Rosa. Alright, Marty Skrull comes out to the announce table before the next match. 
Skrull says he's there because he wants his shot at the NWA World Heavyweight title. Skrull says he will not stop bothering Nick Aldis until he gets another shot at the gold. Skrull wonders why Aldis isn't defending the title against Flip tonight. Aldis eventually comes out and he says he's flabbergasted by what Skrull is saying. Aldis says he has the stroke and he makes it a hot ticket whenever he's headlining. Aldis says he will defend the title against Gordon. Aldis says that all future business with Ring of Honor is done on his terms only, and Skrull cannot be in the building when it happens. Security comes out, and Skrull leaves peacefully. All right, hold on, people. All right, so we have the NWA television title tournament semifinal match, Trevor Verdock versus Dan Math. The match begins with Murdoch and Math exchange some strikes. Murdoch gains control and Math drops him with a spear from out of nowhere. Math stomps away on a down Murdoch before leaving the ring to land more strikes. Math gets back in the ring and he nails Murdoch with more strikes. Math also rakes the back of Murdoch before biting him in the forehead. Math keeps Murdoch cornered before landing an avalanche for a near fall. Murdoch starts fighting back, and Math fights, fires back with strikes of his own. Math misses a charge in the corner, and Murdoch nails him with the toe rope bulldog for the three count. And there you have it. Trevor Murdoch going over on Dan Math. Alright, so next up is the net the other NWA television title tournament semifinal match, Tim Storm versus Ricky Starks. The match begins when Storm backs Starks into the rope before letting him go free. Stark gets Storm in a headlock and Storm gets free before landing a shoulder block. Storm goes for a hip toss and Starks lands on his feet. Storm then nails Starks with a series of strikes. Stark and Storm exchange a bunch of chops in the corner. Storm ends the exchange by nailing Starks with a spawn buster for a near fall. Storm drops Starks before landing a boot to the face for a near fall. Storm gets up Starks up before landing a few elbow strikes. Starks fights back and then he nails Storm with the drop kick. Stark misses a missile rope, middle rope stomp, and Storm lands a backbreaker afterwards for a near fall. Stark fights back to hit Storm with the jawbreaker. Storm recovers and then he nails a charging Starks with the perfect storm. Stark rolls to the ring apron and then Storm gets back gets him back into the ring before getting rolled up for a near fall. Stark then hits Storm with a modified Styles Clash for a near fall. Stark escapes the perfect Storm and he rolls up Storm for a three count. And there you have it. Ricky Stark's going over on Tim Storm.
All right, so next up, you had the NWA National Championship match. Aaron Stevens with question mark versus Scott Steiner. The match begins when Stevens goes to work on the arm of Steiner, and Steiner does the same on him. Steiner backs Stevens into the ropes before landing a few strikes. Steiner then nails Stevens with a hip toss, and Stevens leaves the ring a short time later. Steven gets in the ring again and Steiner gets him in the headlock. Steven gets free and then Steiner drops him with the shoulder tackle. Stevens then leaves the ring and gets free and Steiner drops him with the shoulder tackle. Steven leaves the ring and Steiner gets him back in the ring. Steiner then hits Stevens with a belly-to-belly suplex. Stevens leaves the ring and Steiner follow him out there. Steiner grabs Steven and then he rams him into the ring post and the TV title table. Steiner also sends Stevens face first into the ring steps. Steiner gets Stevens back in the ring and then he nails Stevens with more strikes. Stevens fights back and then he pokes Steiner in the eye. Steiner recovers and then he nails Stevens with a belly-to-belly suplex. Steiner corners Stevens again before landing a spinning belly-to-belly suplex for a near fall. Stevens fights back and then he rolls up Steiner with his foot on the ropes for a near fall. Steven goes for the middle rope and then Steiner catches him as he leaps off and lands a flat liner. Steiner gets Stevens in the Steiner recliner and then question mark interferes to cause a DQ. So there you have it. Scott Steiner wins by a DQ. All right, so we get the NWA World Heavyweight Championship match. NWA versus ROH. Nick Aldis versus Flip Gordon. Match ends when Aldis gets Gordon on the top ropes before nailing him with the super fall away slam for a near fall. Aldis keeps Gordon down while applying a chin lock. Gordon gets free and Aldis nails him with a delayed vertical suplex. Gordon gets up and Aldis cracks him with more strikes. Aldis attacks the knee of Gordon before applying a figure four headlock. Gordon reverses the figure four headlock, and then Aldis gets to the ropes. Aldis fights back some more, and he drops Aldis before landing a spinning kick to the head. Aldis fights back, and Gordon nails him with a springboard spear followed by strikes. Gordon drops Aldis again before kicking him in the back and landing a missile missile rope moonsault for a near fall. Gordon then gets Aldis in the corner while landing a few strikes. Gordon goes for the top rope and Aldis crotches him. Aldis goes for the top rope and Gordon lands on his feet during the super release German suplex attempt. Aldis then nails Gordon with the tombstone pile driver and a top rope, top rope elbow drop for a near fall. Gordon fight back and then he nails Aldis with the overhead kick. Gordon gets Aldis down and then he applies the cross face. Aldis eventually gets to the top rope to break the hold. 
Aldis and Gordon exchange some strikes in the middle of the ring. Aldis trips up Gordon and then he looks for a clover leaf as Gordon breaks the hold. Gordon then hits Aldis with a super kick for a, a super kick and two star stangle stunners for a near fall. Aldis recovers and then he gets Gordon on the top rope. Gordon goes for the victory roll, then Aldis counters with the, his own roll up for a three count. And there you have it. Nick Aldis is still your NWA champion. He goes over on Flip Gordon. All right, so the main event, the NWA television title tournament finals, Trevor Murdoch versus Ricky Starks. The match begins with Stark land on his feet during a release German suplex from Murdoch. Murdoch quickly drops Starks with a boot to the face. Murdoch keeps Starks down while attacking him with strikes. Starks fights back and he nails Murdoch with the shoulder tackle followed by a slot and lariat for a near fall. Murdoch goes for a test of strength against Starks before landing a knee strike and a side Russian leg sweep. Murdoch grabs Starks and then he gets him onto the ring apron. Murdoch then hits Starks to the arena floor and then he follows him out there to land more strikes. Starks recovers to nail Murdoch with a sliding kick. Starks then leaps off the apron and Murdoch nails him with strikes. Starks recovers and then he nails Murdoch with strikes. Murdoch ends that by throwing Starks right into the ring steps. Murdoch gets in the ring and he stomps away on Starks when he gets back into the ring. Starks starts fighting back and then Murdoch dumps him back out of the ring. Stark gets in the ring and Murdoch nails him with the high angle suplex for a near fall. Starks looks for a tornado DDT and Murdoch escapes before landing a lariat for a near fall. Murdoch keeps Starks down before applying the camel clutch. Murdoch released the hole and he gets Starks on the top rope before following him up. Following following him up there. Starks fights back and then he gets free to land the sit-down power bomb for a near fall. Starks looks for the stroke and Murdoch gets free before eating a spear for a near fall. Starks eventually nails Murdoch with the stroke for a three-count. There you have it, Ricky Starks, your new NWA television champion. All right, hold on tight. Just take a quick little water break, fellas. Hold on. And ladies, too. All right, y'all, hang tight. We getting to the home stretch now. All right, we at home. We just had Impact. Then after Impact, it'll be ROH. And some quick news in the top ten. All right, so for Impact Wrestling recap for one twenty one twenty, we opened up the show with a recap interview with Tessa Plancher last week before she was interviewed, interrupted by Sammy Callahan. Before Tessa comes out to the ring, Tessa says that she knows she has to defend her title 
with a large target on their back. Mickey mentioned of Sammy Callahan's impending rematch. Tessa says she's ready to put up and end their an end to their rivalry for good before demanding Sammy come out and take his rematch so she can move past this. Tired Valkyrie and Johnny Bravo come out instead of instead. Tyre gets into the ring and gets in Tessa's face before she says Sammy is busy and that she's here instead. Tyre says that Tessa hasn't faced a woman in nine months before saying that Tessa has been running from her. Tyre says that she's the only person who made history and that the Impact World Champion Tessa holds is a consolation prize. Tessa challenges Taya to make to make before they square off with their tie excuse me, with their titles in the air. And they interrupted by the X Division champion Ace Austin. Ace makes reference to Tessa losing to him in the latter match at Blanford Glory before he makes sexual jokes and she attacks him before Taya attacks Tessa and Tessa attacks Taya back. Tessa then is saved by Trey before Indic Ginger tag match is set up. We get a recap of the injury to Witch Swan at Bash at the Brewery 2 before we get an interview with Willie Mack who says that he has to wait to see what happens with Rich Swan. Willie is then interrupted by Johnny Swinger, who tries to convince him to team up with him. But Willie says he has Rich as a partner, and he leaves as we go to commercial. We we come back to Taya talking to Johnny backstage before they're interrupted by Madison Rain and Kara Hogan, before saying they will face each other, and the winner can face her next week. All right, so next up, we got a triple threat, Moose, Taurus, and Rhino. Match ends when Rhino smashes Taurus' face in the corner before Moose trips him at ringside. When he is te- when he teases Agora before Taurus and Rhino go after Moose. Moose is caught in the middle of strikes by Rhino and Taurus, before dropping him and arguing over who's going to cover him. They take turns chopping Moose before dropping him with a double clothesline for a two, before Moose comes back and stomps both Rhino and Taurus in the opposite corner. Moose sends Taurus into the post and Rhino counters for a suplex into one of his own before Taurus breaks it up for a pin. Taurus hits a running clothesline in the corner into a diving cross body for a two before Moose hits to go to hell for a near fall. Moose puts the referee in front of him to avoid the gore before blowing Rhino and Rhino gores Moose before Taurus pins Moose for the win to win. And there you have it. Taurus defeats Moose and Rhino via pinfall. All right, so we go backstage to interview Jordan Grace before Joey Ryan enters the restroom and is told by Tommy Dreamer that he's been summoned to Russell's court 
before having none of it and leaving as we go to commercial. All right, we come back, and next match is Joey Ryan versus Maximo. Maximo slams Joey and hits a diving elbow for a two before Joey hits an atomic drop into a drop kick. Joey then hits a suicide dive, and Maximo rolls him up for a two before Joey hits a penis plex and sweet tooth music for a pin to win. There you have it. Joey Ryan defeats Maximo via pinfall with Sweet Tooth Music. We get an interview with RVD backstage as we go to commercial. All right, we come back for commercial and we get Havoc versus Rosemary. Rosemary sends Havoc out of the ring and knocks her off the apron before Rosemary is distracted by James Mitchell and Susie at ringside. Havoc beats up on Rosemary at ringside before she comes back to make their way to the ramp. But Havoc is tossed. Havoc tosses Rosemary into the ring. Rosemary gets back and takes Havoc back into the ramp before Havoc hits the Samoan drop onto the ramp and rolls back into the ring. Rosemary hits a diving cross body once they're back in the ring and hire a running and a yeah hire a running forearm in the corner before hitting a sling bleed. Rosemary locks in a Muda lock before Havoc breaks free and a clothesline Rosemary before hitting a running boot in the corner. Havoc then hits a backbreaker into a running knee before Rosemary hits a jawbreaker and miss James before Havoc hits a tombstone and a pin to win. And there you have it. Havoc defeats Rosemary via pinfall with the, tones, with the tombstone power driver. All right, so we go backstage to see the Desi Hit Squad talking before Gamma slaps Rohit as we go to commercial. We come back and we get a psychedelic segment of the smoke show before we get a promo by Eddie Edwards backstage talking about his call your shot trophy before he's interrupted and confronted by Michael Elgin before they're separated by security before they can even come to blows sorry about that folks alright next up we have Rohi Raju versus Willie Mack now, Willie is in control of Roja early as we come back from break with the match already in progress before Shira gets on the apron and distracts him. Roja gets a near fall off of a roll-up off the distraction before Roja sweeps Willie and hits a jumping stomp for a two. Roja locks in a headlock before Willie comes back with the clothesline and hits a running forearm in the corner before Cher pulls him out of the ring. Willie hits a flipping senton over the top rope and takes Rohit out. Cher before hitting a Samoan drop into a standing moonsault for a near fall. Rohit then hits a cannonball in the corner and misses a diving stomp before Willie hits a stunner for the pin to win. And there you have it. Willie Mack defeats Rohit Raju via pinfall with the stunner. 
Now, after the match, Shira attacks Willie before he's saved by Johnny Swinger. Momentarily, he was taken out by Shira. All right, so we get the main event, which was Ty Valkyrie and Ace Austin versus Tessa Blanchard and Trey from the Rascals. Tessa drops Taya, who tags an ace almost immediately before Tessa takes down and Tessa and Trey double up on ace before we see that they hit a stereo suicide dives to Taya during the break. Taya sends Tessa into the railing before ace drops Trey and stops and punches him in the corner before hitting a back suplex. Ace hits a leg drop and tags Taya before Ace kicks Trey in the spine. Trey counters a package pile driver by Taya. Taya hits a pop-up knee before Ace comes back in and he and Taya isolate Trey. Ace hits a back suplex for two before Trey gets the tag to Tessa. But John distracts the referee who doesn't see the tag. Trey gets the tag to Tessa with the referee looking before Tessa hits a diving cross body into a hurricanrana before hitting a draping cutter. Tessa hits Ace with a tornado DDT before she and Trey hit stereo kicks. And Trey drop kicks Ace before hitting a flat line for a near fall. Tyre then pulls Trey off the top rope before Tessa takes her down, takes her out with a suicide dive before Ace hits the fold to Trey for the pin to win. And there you have it. Ace Austin and Tyre Valkyrie defeat Trey and Tessa Planchard via pinfall when Ace hits his finisher, the fold. All right, so that was Impact for last week, which was January 21st. Alright, so last but not least, going to recap the latest ROH TV episode, which was 435, and that was January 17th, 2020. Alright, we get a video package is shown of highlights of Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal defeating the Briscoes, Mark and Jay for the ROH Tag Team Championships at Final Battle after the usual ROH signature video package. Ia Rigaboni and Quinn McKay check in backstage and they throw to a match. The bouncers, Bear City Bruiser and Brian Malonis, make their entrance from the bar. Dalton Castle with the boys and Joe Henry make their entrance. So we get a match between the bouncers, Bear City Bruiser and Brian Malonis versus Dalton Castle and Joe Henry. Henry and Malonis lock up, and Malonis pushes Henry into the mat. Henry and Malonis lock up again. Malonis pushes Henry into the mat again as we head into commercial. Later in the match, Castle connects with boot strikes to Malonis to take him off the apron. Castle then hits a modified suplex on Bruiser. Castle pins Bruiser for a two count. Castle hits the ropes and then Henry makes a blind tag. Bruiser then hits a cross body on the castle. Bruiser ducks a clothesline attempt by Henry. Bruiser goes for a cross body, but Henry catches him. 
Henry hits a fallaway slam on Bruiser, and then Bruiser pins Castle for a two count. Henry connects with the uppercut to Bruiser. Bruiser hits a spine buster on Henry, and then Bruiser tags in Malonis. Henry tags in Castle back in. Malonis deflects a knee strike attempt by Castle. Castle connects with a back elbow to Malonis. Castle tags Henry back in. Castle launches Henry into the clothesline on Malonis in the corner. Bruiser dumps Castle over the top rope to ringside. Henry clothesline Bruiser. Malonis pushes Castle into Henry. Bruiser holds Henry for Malonis to hit the leg drop for a second turnbuckle. Malonis pins Henry for the win. And there you have it. The bouncers, the Bear City Bruiser and Brian Malonis go over on Dalton Castle and Joe Henry. All right, so we get eight, we go back to Ear Rigaboni and Quinn McKay checking backstage and they throw to another match. All right, so we get a match with Master and Machine, which is Marcus Cross and Griff Garrison make their entrance. Brian Johnson and PJ Black make their entrance. So next match is Brian Johnson and PJ Black team up and go against Master and Machine, which is Marcus Cross and Griff Garrison. Black and Garrison lock up. Blacks takes Garrison to the mat with a modified arm drag. Garrison hits a scoop slam on Black. Johnson tags himself in, and then Garrison hits an arm drag on Johnson. Later in the match, Garrison connects with a back elbow to Johnson. Garrison hits Black with a forearm. Garrison hits a back body drop on the Johnson. Garrison hits a spine buster on Black. Garrison clothesline Johnson in the corner. Garrison sends Johnson into Black in the opposite corner. Garrison hits a stinger splash and Black in the corner. Garrison darts Johnson into Black. Garrison spears Johnson and then Garrison tags Cross. Cross ascends the turnbuckle and then Cross hits an elbow drop from off the shoulder of Garrison on the Johnson. Black sends Cross out of the ring. Black hits a vertebrator, vertebraker on Garrison. Black super kicks Cross and then Johnson drops a fist on the Cross. Johnson pins Cross for the three count. And then you have your winners, Brian Johnson and PJ Black. All right, Brian Zane presents his top five tag teams in ROH history with number one being the Briscoes, followed by Red Dragon, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, the Young Bucks, of course, Matt and Nick Jackson, the Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero and Claudio Castagnoli, and then Generation Next, Austin Aries and Roger Strong. All right, so we have a number one contenders match for the ROH Tag Team Championships. Two guys, one tag, Silas Young and Josh Woods versus the Briscoes. All right, so Woods locks in a wrist lock on Mark. Mark takes Woods to the mat with a single leg takedown. Mark locks in a headlock, and then Woods rolls him backwards for a one count. 
Later in the match, Woods hits an overhead belly-to-belly suplex on Mark from the top rope turnbuckle. Jay and Woods exchange strikes, but Mark and Young exchange strikes. Mark connects with the forearm to Young. Wood drives his knee into the midsection of Mark. Wood strikes both Mark and Jay several times. Mark and Jay hit a double-team clothesline on Woods. Jay gets Woods up on his shoulder as Mark ascends the turnbuckle. The always tag team champion Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham come down to the ring. Lethal distracts the referee as Gresham pushes Mark off the turnbuckle. Woods hits a rolling weirball suplex on Jay. Woods gets the three count on Jay. And there you have it. Your number one contenders are two guys, one tag, Silas Young and Josh Woods. And, of course, Woods is celebrated as the show comes to a close. All right, so real quick, latest wrestling news. All right, now, according to Dave Meltzer on the latest edition of Wrestler's Herbal Radio, Rural has backstage heat within the company, which is why he was booked the way in that way in the Royal Rumble. Meltzer noted that there's a lot of heat on Riddle right now. While it's not known exactly why Riddle has heat, it's likely that he has rubbed some people the wrong way. Plans can change, but as of now, the plan is for Charlotte Flair to challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT Championship at WrestleMania 36. This report comes from Dave Meltzer of Wrestle Observer Radio. Becky Lynch will reportedly face Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania 36. The report comes from Dave Meltzer of Russell Observer Radio, who says the match is currently on the books for the event, but WWE has not confirmed the bout. Lynch is currently the Rumors Wall champion and has sexually defended her title against Asuka at the Royal Rumble. Baszler and Lynch class at Survivor Series in a triple threat match that also included Bailey. Baszler picked up the victory in the match, defeating Bailey. Lynch stood tall to close the show, laying out Baszler. WWE has confirmed that the United States champion Andrade has been suspended for 30 days due to his first wellness policy violation. Hunter Johnson and Delirious remain executive producers of ROH, and the roster is under the impression that there's already been some collaboration and some ideas together with Marty Skrull. Delirious is still responsible for the show, however, how the show looks and feels, and is expected to mentor Skrull in that role. Those we talked to said that Skrull is in good hands starting out. Now, the Impact Wrestling's TNA reunion show, There's No Place Like Home, has announced another legend and for their April 3rd show at the Ritz in Yarborough, Florida. Scott Steiner, the former WCW world champion, will be there. All right, so Kota Ibushi was pulled from the NJPW New Beginnings USA tour as he suffered from emphysema. And according to a new update, things might got worse for Ibushi. According to Hochi News, Ibushi is suffering from Mallory's West Syndrome, a condition where the boundary between the esophagus and the stomach is damaged, and the mucous membrane is vertically torn and bleeding. 
Repeatedly vomit can increase abdominal pressure, causing strong pressure on the mucosoid membrane from the lower esophagus to the near the entry to the stomach. Sound like he in a lot of freaking pain. <laughs> the Briscoe brothers, Mark and Jay, are staying with Ring of Honor. The brothers confirmed the news via a new video posted on their social media. They stated that their contracts were coming to an end in a couple months and that they've accomplished everything in Ring of Honor. They're an 11-time tag champs and their reign of ROH Tag Team of the Year and ROH Tag Team of the Decade. When deciding what they're going to do next, they said their next goal is to become the 12-time ROH Tag Team Champions. Alright, so... Real quick, I'm just going to, going to do a top 10. I'm not going to do high spot or the botch of the week or editorial. But my top 10 for this week is number 10 is Nick Aldis. Number 9 is Sammy Callahan. Number 8 is Keith Lee. Number 7 is Seth Rollins. 6 is Cody. 5 is Kenny Omega. Four is Naito. Three is Chris Jericho. Two is Drew McIntyre. And my number one guy is, of course, the Mox, John Moxley. All right, folks, that is it. That is the J Raw Weekly Wrestling Podcast for this week for 129 2019. This is late, late, late getting this in. I finally got everything in. For you guys I hope you guys enjoyed it all Um, Like I said Make sure you guys come on out February 8th 1785 West Cambia Street The spoken word and herb And everything like that The spoken word and the poetry You know it's going to be a good time Make sure y'all come out support Big Bro DJ Hardcore DJ Hardcore Productions also want to shout out the rest of the One Struggle family. You know what I'm saying? The VP, Nose G, Reno, Bryce. Can't forget my Young and Flames, the vet. Super K, what up, boy? Rest of the crew. Also, shout out Fightful.com. Make sure you guys check out Fightful Select. Support SRS, Jimmy Van Zandt, and the rest of the staff they got. They're great guys. I enjoy them as well. Don't forget... Shouting out all my Facebook groups that I'm involved with. That'd be Russell Cave, be Marked Out Club, True Hills. What up, Sid? What up, Geechee Geech? What up, everybody? All right, that's this week's episode for 129-2019, episode 14 of the J-Raw Weekly Broadcast. Make sure you go to castboxbox.fm.com. We also on speaker now. Make sure you go that. Also, you can check us out on the YouTube. Um, of course, got the One Struggle Radio. That's the new YouTube channel. You can also check out One Struggle TV. And you can check us out on SoundCloud. All right. So please make sure you check us out. Appreciate your support. I'm going to go ahead and end this episode 14 for January 29, 2020. Hope y'all enjoyed it, and y'all take care. Peace.